if you had to if you had to name the best John Candy film, what would it be? Ooh. Oh, did Harry Crumb, Uncle Buck, Great Outdoors, um, Lane Strains? I don't think he was. He wasn't. Yeah. 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 Check, 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 check. Pretty much anything together. Check, 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 check. Check. Those two reading, like, I heard that. Check. 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 Steve Martin and John Candy. Oh, yeah. We found them just reading the newspaper. It'd be beautiful. It'd be like Michael Caine and Terrence Stamp. We can actually have a conversation when we actually start the show, right? You mean start the show? Start what show? This show. This show? What this is show. this show? What, what show, show is are we this? on? Welcome everybody to episode sixty-three of the Flix Podcast. All right, you didn't 63. do our, You didn't do our intro music. I normally add that in afterwards. Oh, okay. You, you post it? Yeah, yeah. I, I post in, post insert that. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I can play it for you if you want. I no, no, we're good. We're good. I actually deleted it, so I have to find it. No, don't anyways. even don't even worry about it. You can put it in post. We will continue. So. Before we started, we somehow got into the conversation of John Goodman's King Ralph, which, you know, kind of segued into um, who's Harry Crumb with John Candy, and then I posed the question, what's the best John Candy movie? Right. Well, on IMDb, they list planes, trains, and automobiles, like, first, as, like, before you even click into his thing. So they think it's planes, trains, which is I not see, a bad choice. It's not a bad choice, but, Ken, I mean, yeah, Ken, what do you think? I'll tell you. I'll tell you my vote, and then we'll ask Jonathan, and then I'll tell you my vote. Best John Candy film, not Canadian Bacon. No, that was good though. But or Wagons he was in West. Rookie of the Year. That doesn't count. Um, no, that's odd. Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Ooh, cool Runnings is, is a good one. Underrated. Apparently, I muted myself. Was on his last movie. Was that one too? His last movie was Wagons West. I Wagons believe. East. Wagons, Wagons East. East. Sorry, Wagons yeah. East. It was opposite. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not. It wasn't like the thing. So what? So what did you? What did you choose, Ken, as the best John Candy film? Um, I would have to say Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You, you're going with the rest of the internet. I'm gonna. I didn't even know that that was gonna happen. I, I pretty much settled on that before we started the conversation. Uh, just because uh, I, I, the work that him and, and uh, Steve Martin do together in that film is just it's sublime. Yeah, it is. Dana. Yeah. Um, Oddly enough, though, not my favorite uh, Steve Martin film. Oh well, no! I'll ask you that in a second. Right um, now, I'm going through the list, and he's in a lot of good ones. But as far as him doing his thing, I think you're right. It's either Who's Harry Crumb or Planes, Trains, and it's been a minute since I've seen Who's Harry Crumb, but I remember enjoying it. He definitely rides a horse at the end, or in some dream sequence. Something about that. Yeah. Um, I think he was in a horse movie too. Or is that Bobcat Goldthwait? Anyways, uh, Jonathan. Well. Refreshing my memory with the list I just looked at. I'm going to have to go with Uncle Buck. Mm. I'm going to have to agree with Jonathan. Uncle Buck was one of my favorite films. Yeah, as that's a probably kid. a close second for me. It's an excellent <clears throat> film. And he was the lead. Yeah. Him and, yeah, th- that's true. He's like, that's like kind of a John Candy solo film. Like, Great Outdoors is another one of my favorite films, but he's, you know, he's playing off of uh, Dan Aykroyd. Of, of Dan Aykroyd, which is also great. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I think, I, I think if, if we're talking about a movie like just John Candy being John Candy, I, I would definitely go with Uncle Buck. Yeah, I'm actually 
I feel like there's more things than there are in his IMDb. Like he just always seemed like he was around. Well, he pops up in a lot of things uncredited. Like he was. He in, yeah, he was he was, he was in Home for Alone for like well, a day, but that probably right. shows up. Yeah, uh, Home Alone was on the list. I said at he, number six. Yeah, he he does a lot of uncredited stuff. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna have to go with Uncle Buck. That scene where he dances with the neighbor girl, the neighbor lady, hilarious. Yeah. Dip, he's dipping her, and they just smash faces. Great stuff. <sighs> I love that as a kid. One film, one one John Candy film I really like that a lot doesn't get a lot of play is uh, Only the Lonely. I have not seen that. Uh, it's a it's a cute film. What's the one where he's a writer? Delirious. 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 Yeah, that's, that's a, a fun movie too. too. He was in a, a lot of decent movies when you think about it. Oh yeah, no, he was actually the first celebrity that I was actually sad who died. I could like, go when with he that. passed. Yeah, I was John just Candy. like, yeah. holy crap, that's yeah. a human being I have never met, and I am. Belushi really? died first. John Belushi. Yeah, and, yeah but I didn't but have I was, a thing I was for less, Belushi. I was less. I was. Yeah, I had less of an affinity for John Belushi than I did for John. Yeah. Candy. Yeah, I was right there. I'm right there with you on that one. Right, if I actually mm-hmm. hit you in the feels just a little bit. Yeah. Because usually, you know, it's somebody you don't know. You're like, man, I never met you. Whatever. You were in a decent movie once. Right. You know. You know. I've never seen Wagons East. I've not seen it. I just knew of it. I heard it was a turd. First of all. Oh yeah. But total turd. That being John Candy's last film, I, I knew I wasn't gonna. You know. It yeah. Wasn't, it's gonna it's be a rough a, one. So. So, it wasn't terrible, but... So real quick, before we actually start our our, list, our sheet here today, um, Steve Martin film, favorite, go. Jerk. The Jerk. It's got to be The Jerk. It's, <laughs> just, it's, it's, like it's so, yeah. so good. I mean, come on. It it's opens not, with... It's not with I was born a poor black child. <laughs> it's not L.A. story? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I mean, when you, when you have the guts to start with that, and you just get better from there, it yeah. was great. Yeah. Also, if you ever get you guys ever get a chance to read any of Steve Martin's fiction, ah. do it or he's listen a, to his banjo playing. Actually, well, I, I I mean yeah, the fantastic. banjo stuff is fantastic. Um, but no, his uh, he, he has a way of writing. He writes it's very thematic. It's very very theatrical. Right. Um, kind of reads like a movie. Um, but it's 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 simple. It's beautiful. Huh, I'll check oh, that interesting. Out. Yeah. Oh, you're going to do uh, Steve Martin's banjo stuff real quick? I was trying to, but it's not recording it. So mm-hmm. right. we're going to pause and be right back. Oh. This is Steve Canyon Rangers. It's working. This is your favorite Tiny Desk concert. Is this a Tiny Desk concert? Mm-hmm. Dude, I love the Tiny Desk concert so much. I find so many new musicians on that. Mm-hmm. They're just, you can scroll oh, through it for speaking, days. Speaking of, I watched uh, Taylor Swift's Tiny Desk concert. It's excellent, isn't You're it? You're right. You were 100% you, right. Don't you have more respect for her now? A tremendous amount, yes. And I showed Dane in the... I also love that like she, like, she loves Tiny Desk, too. It's her showed, favorite little corner of the internet, according to Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah, yeah. I showed Dane in the, the Dane and watched the Macklemore one. Right. Was it yeah, not was, surprisingly good? Yeah, I did not think one way or the other about that guy, and it's like, holy crap, that's actually really good. Yeah, it was excellent. I actually already liked him, so right. yeah, I'm biased on that one. Yeah, but you would really dig the Tiny Desk concert. I'm like, I don't really like Macklemore. Like, I'm not going to go listen to his music, but mm-hmm. I have watched the the Macklemore Tiny Desk concert at least five times. Because it's that good. 
His songs are some of them where I will put them into my shuffle. Oh, okay. Like if I'm building a shuffle list. Oh, now it gets going right when we're about to start the show. Bummer. So what you're listening to is uh, Steve Martin, correct? And uh, the Steve, Steve Martin Rangers. and the Steve Cannon Rangers. Yep, nice. Yep. Highly recommend. Well, we'll let it play for a minute. So why? Interesting, interesting bit of trivia. Steve Martin's like, you know, everybody thinks, every, when we think about Steve Martin the banjo, you think back to the stand-up days when it was part of the act. Right. right. But he's actually a tremendously gifted banjo player, and he takes the craft seriously. Oh, yeah. He's collaborated with a lot of the big old school, like the bluegrass guys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like the concerts that they do with, that he does with Steve Candy Rangers, absolutely phenomenal. You know, when I was a kid, I thought Steve Martin was not funny at all. Oh, but yeah. As, there was a while I would say yeah, the same thing. for sure. And, then but it, he, and it probably took me watching The Jerk three or four times before I started seeing the actual the funniness in that movie. To be honest, you know, really? you know what hooked me? The, he's just a brilliant comedian. Yeah, you know what hooked me was um, Saturday Night Live. Like my girlfriend and I, when we first met, started going through the original seasons of Saturday Night Live, which, by the way, I highly recommend. Oh, like yeah. completely straightforward. Like watching all the musical acts. The musical acts are some of the best things because you get to see like, like the Steve Miller band back in their heyday and all that stuff. But anyways, watch um, the original in the seventies. Not it, it was, yeah. Land shark. And uh, just watch Steve Martin. He hosted a bunch of times, and he's hilarious in Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and I'm not just talking about the wild and crazy guys. Like he does all kinds of great stuff in there. Also, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, wild. one of my favorites. Oh, Ooh, I for- how can I forget about? Yeah, don't it's put like the cork it... on, don't take the cork off the fork. How can I forget Dirty Round Scoundrels? Rupert the Monkey Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, so great. That is such a good movie. And they've remade recently. uh, They didn't call it The Hustle. Was it The Hustle? Yeah, it was Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Okay, right. And they... they, uh, That was so good. Except for the only thing that always got me is in the previews for that movie, they push an old lady off a pier. Oh, they do. But they never do it in the movie no. because that's not really their style. It makes total sense why they would cut that scene or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. as a kid, I was always so mad. I wanted to see <laughs> and just push the old lady off the pier. Just do hilarious. it. Anyways, so what do we got today, Mr. We're, Jonathan? We're going to go down the rabbit hole right off the bat today. Oh, let's not uh, waste anything. <laughs> we just came out of a rabbit hole. Yeah, oh, yeah we well, just went down a rabbit well, hole. No. Yeah, rabbit hole number two is watership down, practically. Oh. Come on. Redwall. All right, so as we all know, we love to talk about the trolley problem. Are we you going to talk about this new game or something? No. Oh. No. no. By the way, we have to. We have that game here in the right. house. I was we know. Say, like, is that you? Yeah, we need to play. play it? Oh, we should definitely play that. Like, yeah. on air one day. But no. So I posted something in our group uh, either yesterday. When was this? Uh, it was yesterday at four twenty-four p.m. The monkey. The monkey. Yes. Or baboon, isn't he? It's a uh, baboon. That ran the, the car. The monkey. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. monkey. He ran, the, yeah. he ran the switches because yeah. the dude lost his legs. So in the late 1800s in South Africa, Jack the Baboon was brought was bought by James Wide, a rail, railway single man. Signal man. Who had lost both his legs. He might have been legs. single too, Ken. He probably was. <laughs> After losing his legs, he probably <laughs> lost the other thing too. <laughs> lost his legs, lives with the monkey, probably single. Uh, <laughs> while jumping between rail cars, he lost his legs, okay? So he trained Jack to push his wheelchair and help him operate the railway signals. Uh, And Jack soon began to operate the railway full-time, 
and eventually was given a salary himself. Nice. Uh, he did this. Jack did this for nine years uh, until the end of his life, and never once made a mistake. Wow. So we always say that a monkey can do our job, right? In right. this case, it's it true. Turns out it's a real thing. Yeah. I still also maintain that a monkey can do my job. So. So the question is: is the trolley problem, as we know, is what would the monkey do? What would the monkey do? Would the monkey save the one person or save the five people? He would. He would turn the switch that he's supposed to turn. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't think about so I don't what's think, on the yeah, track. I don't think the monkey would have allowed that situation to arise. Like yeah. he you think he'd chase the people of off the tracks? Yeah. Would he cause a derailment? <laughs> would he put the switch in the middle? No, he would. He would switch it because what to, to what he was supposed to, regardless yeah. of who was in the way. It could know. be like his. What own... if James was in the way again, and he's going to lose his arms right. this time? I don't know. There was another thing I saw about rats where they had one. In like an uncomfortably small cage. Yep, I posted that one, just before this yep, one. Yep, learned how to open the cage for its little friend oh, and would true. even like save it a chocolate chip if it got a whole little stash of them. Isn't it sad that that rats are Nicer more than compassionate most humans. than we are? Yeah, so I'll read this to you. Because we just put ki- children in cages. We don't... Yeah, and yeah. they don't even get chocolate chips. No, they don't get chocolate chips. So in a uh, simple experiment, researchers at the University of Chicago sought to find out whether a rat would release a fellow rat from an unpleasant restrictive cage if it could. The answer was yes. The free rat, occasionally hearing distress calls from its compatriot, learned to open the cage and did so with greater efficiency over time. It would release the other animal even if there wasn't a payoff of a reunion with the companion. Astonishingly, it gave access to a small hoard of chocolate chips the free rat would usually save at least one treat for the captive, which is a lot to expect of a rat. I know. Like, pe- to people, when you do that, they take all the treats. Right. They wouldn't even... They probably, ta- they probably the taunt, they taunt the, the person, cage. yeah. Like, look what I mean. <laughs> While they're whacking mm. off or something. I don't know what to Right. The researchers yeah. came to the <laughs> yeah. unavoidable conclusion turned that... turned into the internet really quickly. Inevitably, yeah. What they were seeing was empathy. And apparently, selfless behavior driven by the mental state. So wait, if we put politicians in cages, can rats teach them empathy? That's a good question. No. And my favorite thing about this was the title of the paper. A new model of empathy, the rat. Yeah. By David Brown. Hmm. Washington Post. David Brown. On reading rainbow. <laughs> reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. It does rainbow. sound like LeVar Burton is about to read us a children's book. Called The Rat yep. by David Brown. So, you ready for this? Here's our new intro music. I don't know what it is. This is oh, that's terrible. that's really bad. Yeah, I do, not, I do, not, I do not support this. This right. is that's a lot of energy we're not going to bring to this podcast. <laughs> that's, that's a high watermark Hello we are not going to Hello and welcome to the Vlix Podcast. <laughs> Oh, who, Wasn't Ben that Stein. Banging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Bueller. movie was your favorite Ben Stein movie? Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Did he have other ones? He was in a yeah, couple of things. A couple, like but his, for about as long as he was in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Right. Like my favorite was Ben when Ben Stein's Money. I mean that was. Oh. Oh yeah. Yes, that was the that was the only other thing I can think of him ever doing. Yeah. That was a thing because he got to not be exactly that character. 
He was kind of that character. Uh, that's just him. I think, that's yeah, that's thing. just that's just who uh, he is. Ben Stein is just that guy. Right. And in real and, and in real life, a law professor. So, what's your favorite donut place? Uh, are you talking about like local? Well, we know like locally. Ever? We know it's probably gonna be Donna's. Yeah. But of all time, what was your like go to donut place? Johans and Petoskey. Johans and Petoskey. I don't do donut. I don't do chain donut places. If you had to pick a chain donut place, probably what would you pick probably probably Tihos. Tim Hortons for, uh, for just for the sake of Tim bits. What about when you were a kid? Well, it was Dunkin' Donuts when okay. I was a kid. Like the Dawn Donuts. Dawn, 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 Dawn Donuts. Donuts. Yeah. Well, I remember yeah. when we first had Dawn Donuts, and then a lot of them started becoming Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. When I was a kid, we didn't have chain donut shops in Fenton. No. No. Nope. I'm surprised because you got mm. chain everything in Fenton then now. <sighs> Not Cold Stone. They got put out of business. In really? Fenton? No. Yes. yes. Well, then Uncle uh, Ray's put them out of business. Oh, it, Uncle Ray's Dairyland. But then in uh, yeah, they got put out of business in Grand Blanc too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. going there too. I mean, how surprising. Horrible overpriced ice cream. Gosh, who couldn't have seen that? I coming? love me some cold stuff. Really? Though. I, I every do. flavor I tried I there do. was the, garbage. The one in Burton's still open. It is. Yeah. There's, there's we no go to that place. one from work sometimes. Do you? Yeah, I like the coffee ice cream mm-hmm. with the with the Heath bars and stuff in it. Yeah, Maybe I was trying nice. the wrong things, but it never did it for me. Well, you want to know what all those chain or donut shops did wrong? We were we were wondering where this was going. So I wasn't. They didn't put enough meth in the jelly donuts. <laughs> you would think so. We need more. We need more meth. And by meth, if you mean bacon, you would be correct. Oh, too much yep. bacon. No, so Dunkin' Donuts has released That's their new... That's a dumb new... thing to say. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> They've released their new way to keep themselves up on the breakfast food of Champion Place to go to. They've released a bag of bacon. A bag of bacon. That's it's easy. literally a bag of bacon. That's, yes. that's just almost cheating. They right. just You could go there now and buy a just... cooked bag of bacon. Sounds like winning to me. Yeah, yeah. It has a sweet and savory blend of brown sugar and black pepper. Seasoning. Oh, don't ruin it. <laughs> oh, it's got it's got brown sugar and black pepper. Brown sugar and black pepper, so it's sweet and savory. Ooh. I can. Dig. I guess I'll have to try. Have it, you had but... the Have you had the candied bacon from Bob Evans? No. Candy oh my bacon? sweet baby. Listen, Jesus. I will dip my own bacon in my syrup if I feel like it. Right. I will Dana. determine how much sweetness is on that bacon. Right. I'm with Dana on that That's... one. So according to a Duncan Newsroom blog post from twenty sixth February. Wait, there's a Duncan Newsroom blog post. Yes, Duncan uh Dun- Duncan Donuts website has a newsroom and a blog. Right. Uh Duncan's new snackin' bacon. Snackin' bacon. Snackin' bacon. Wait, it's, this is dog treats for people. Is it, that's exactly what this treats. is. One hundred percent. Yes. You ever okay. reached for an afternoon snack and found yourself wildly disappointed? Always. Our new snack and bacon <laughs> with sweet black pepper seasoning will cure those afternoon blues. Here at Duncan, we've been working hard to formulate the perfect afternoon pick me up, and really, what's better than a bag full of bacon? <laughs> Nothing. Sugar. That's what. Right. And what I, I forgot that they dropped the donuts from their name. They're now just Duncan. Duncan. I forgot about that because you can dunk other things. Aside from donuts. Oh yeah, you could dip the, you can dunk hey. this bacon in the hey, syrup. Do you remember the existence of crullers? Crullers? Yeah. yeah. Does anyone do that anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. We what had a crawler in the office not long ago uh, from B and J on Richfield Road. B and J? Yeah. I can't, I can't even properly before. picture one in my head. What is but it? I remember it used to be kind of like a spiral circle. Right. Yeah, it looks like a kind of like a hair tie. 
<laughs> oh, is that the one that's like interweaved on a braid? It's like a scrunchie. No, yeah. it's a yeah. It looks like a scrunchie. Though. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a spiral yeah. thing. It's but it wasn't like exactly a donut. Glazed in honey. Thing. Yeah, it's a glazed wreath. <laughs> yeah. What did you call it? Crawler. C r u l l e r. Crawler. That's correct. Crawler. A color. But that was like. It's not like oh, a go-to wow. donut thing. Like '83. Yeah. Like there was just yeah, like, like for a minute like, where it's like, like, like for one summer in 1983, like everybody was eating crawlers. And the it was summer like, of the crawler. It was like the pet rock fad, you know, and then it just died off. But somehow they're still out there somewhere. Crawlers still summer, out huh? there, just riding some the rails. Bizarre, yeah, crawler. yeah, in some bizarre little corner of the donut uh, shop world. Right. You can still walk into a donut shop in downtown Holly, Michigan, and get yourself a crawler. <laughs> they have these still at Tim T Tim Hortons, don't they? Probably, probably, but just nobody knows what they are. Yeah, they'd be like, "I'll take that spiral thing." I don't. Like, right. They they make they make twenty of them every day, and they throw out tw- they throw out nineteen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you would think though, because of the way it's shaped, it'd be more crunchy. Nope. Mm. Nope. That's where really? you'd be wrong. Really? Yeah, yeah you'd be not, so wrong. Not because there's more surfaces, you know, sort of be. Yeah, uh, honestly, a cake donut is crunchier than a crawler. <laughs> you mean more dry? <laughs> so, mm. um. Like this podcast. <laughs> Side note: uh, if, if you guys I, I ever get a chance laugh. to have a glazed twist, ooh, a glazed with twist. strawberry filling, no, mm. do it. <clears throat> Just letting you guys know that. Are you saying it's magic? I'm not gonna say it's magic. What if you put it's bacon? It on has it. certain properties of magicness. Well, while we're talking about donuts, let's go down the rabbit hole again. Oh. What about the new KFC donut sandwich? What okay? I have not heard of this. You have to explain okay. it to me, Isn't and it just you know, you know, tell tell me all like the a chicken patty. Describe it's a, it's yeah. a, it's between chicken two patty between two donuts. That's the most unhealthy thing. Kind of like how McDonald's is selling chicken patty between uh, two uh, Mc uh, McGriddles cakes. Yeah. Right. Oh, like like Steve Martin's hand was trying between to do two chicken pillows, and waffles right? or something. I don't really know what the hell's going on there. I'm not. I don't support it. I don't like this war on sandwiches. But, you know, uh, well, there's some place, uh, so they sell what they call a Luther Vandross burger, where it's a Krispy Kreme donut that they fillet and grill, and then they build the burger. What? Poor yeah. Luther. So at least it's only one donut that they've split, yeah. right? Yeah. Because the two donuts is just excessive. Yeah, that's like, like, too much. It's but this one, they take, the, they take the one, and they, fl- they they slice it, you know, and like a bagel. Right. And... Yeah, it's the top and bottom. Of so have the, they tried the reverse? Two chicken breasts, because they've already done that as bread, with yeah. a donut in the middle. Yeah. Like, what's the real balance between chicken and donut that a real, you know, See, I like a little. Yeah, I like a little sweet. Well, here's the thing. What I'm, what I'm, you know, I got to give it to these companies like Kentucky Fried and, and, and McDonald's is that, you know, the whole movement's going towards health, going towards health. They're, you know what? They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're in the boardroom like, fuck health. Right. Donuts and chicken. We know what Boom. we do. That's what we, we do. We stop hearts. That's what we do. <laughs> Double that down sh- on that. That should be their new slogan. <laughs> that should be their Valentine's Day. We right. stop hearts. We people, stop hearts. Pe- people, people stop buying our chicken. we got to kill them off so we can get some new customers. Right. New that, generation of customers. That loves our chicken. They'll love it or they'll die. <laughs> They're going to die with our company. That's what they said. <laughs> like, everything's going <laughs> healthy. They're all Customers for life, us. man. If we're Customers going, for life. If we're going blood down. Blood in, blood out. However long that is. If we're going down, we're taking them with us. Yeah, that's right. So what do you guys think about this bag of bacon? You know, I'm like, not. I'm going to give it a try. Are you, will, you, will you go order a bag of bacon, Danon? I haven't to go been to a near a Dunkin'. 
Where is the nearest Duncan? Wish I could say Grand donuts. Lake, I think. Isn't there um, one on, on Perry? I think it's in Grand Lake. Really? But, yeah. No, it's, no, that's a Dawn Donuts. Was that a Dawn? Yeah. I can't always is get it those still in business? It's still a Dawn Donuts, yeah. That's where we get our Sunday morning donuts. So, our, so is one of us going to have to, the first one who finds a Dunkin' around here, right. he has to I buy mean, a bag of bacon and There's bring it back? Be a I mean, I will eat a bag of bacon, but still. I don't know. Under duress, which is weird. You'll eat a bag of bacon under duress? Yes. Would you eat it without duress? No, I prefer to be under will the dress. Will you eat it under dress? I was going to say, would you, wear it, <laughs> would, you, would you eat it wearing a dress? <laughs> I will not eat it in a dress. <laughs> Will you eat it with greeny eggs and ham? No, I I'd will give eat it, it with shot. less. Ooh, well, less than a dress. I'm starting the. I'm. I'm still trying to find our closest. This location. podcast the best. Oh my god! <laughs> give it a rest. Uh, the closest one to us is in Birch Run. Wow. Yeah, that's too far. Right. It's too far for bacon. The next closest one's in Clarkston. Ooh. So there's a complete void of Duncan. Oh, wow. So we're in the so, Duncan so, Island. So, Effective now, you guys can get a delicious new b- snack and bacon. Online. It comes with four half strips. Four. Of our so half strips. Of their so high-end bacon. So, wait a minute, wait so a minute. So it's only two strips of bacon? Yeah, I was just no, 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 no. No, eight half strips, four full strips. Oh, okay, eight half oh. strips. Eight half strips, four full strips. Wrapped in a portable sleeve for on-the-go snacking ease. So that's Ooh. that's basically the same amount of bacon you would get in any place you go out to a diner for breakfast like they usually give you three or four strips that's kind of a lot and sometimes it, most of them chins out on two yeah they, some of them do like, chins out on two but it's very rare but the snack and bacon starts its journey smoked with national with natural cherry wood oh yeah it's been treated with our sweet and savory blend of brown sugar and black pepper seasoning that's what i'm talking creating about creating a baby. delightfully caramelized bacon our fans should know I, and love should i play some romance music right now sweet mm-hmm. black pepper mm-hmm. bacon breakfast sandwich that's a lot of personality. That thing must be hideous. Blue's <laughs> classic flavors featured in everything from toothpaste to vodka. Bacon is a phenomenon. But at Dunkin', we believe the best way to enjoy bacon is simple. Eat it. <laughs> is, is that literally right. what it says? Straight up, preferably paired with our iced coffee for an optimal experience. Because the sweet, caramelized, candied flavor profile of new snackin' bacon Pairs perfectly with our caramel French vanilla and hazelnut flavor swirls. You miss you Whether miss you the chance. Whether you opt for Dunkin' iced coffee, iced latte, or cold brew, we're here. We're sure you'll agree. This afternoon pairing is the perfect snack to get you through the day. I was gonna say you missed the chance to read that like superb sexfully. <laughs> like if you would have just like sexified mm. that up, like the like the bacon breasted boobily. <laughs> <laughs> no, bre- like it, yeah, it, it, it breasted baconly down the stairs. All right, so here's 11 things about weird items about bacon that you could try. Did you just did you just look up a bacon list? I did. Oh my. We are I don't know if we didn't announce it, but we're deep into Jonathan's internet hole. We are. We are we're still in. We're still down the rabbit hole right now. Yeah, we're which deep started, in this internet which, hole that stinks. Well, actually, no, we actually finished the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole was the monkey controlling the duck no, trolley. No, no. It's still in the hole. Uh, <laughs> how did we get a bit of days in the, the hole? Would you eat a bacon cake? I'd give it a shot. I would. I would try it. How yeah. is how is wait, bacon cake? Is it just wrapped in bacon? Is it just a cake that someone like is it like a maple flavoring bacon with bacon cooked into it? Like it's a. Cake. I've had a. I've had. I've had bacon donuts before, and they're quite tasty. Yeah, they're. So it's a cake that looks like a slab of bacon, and actually tastes like bacon, but it's a cake. 
but is it does that bacon in it or does it just no, look it like j- bacon? It looks like bacon Looking, and tastes looks and like, tastes bacon, like bacon, bacon. But it's cake. Cake. I'd give it a shot. I wouldn't say no. Huh? For yeah, anything twice. Uh, under duress. I'd yeah. throw it at under anything. duress. It does, I don't I don't like it. It doesn't sit well with me. You don't think so? All right. No. How about bacon cheddar popcorn? I say yes. Oh yeah, sure. I'd totally try yeah. that. Like yeah. right now. Shove it in my face. Right. Bacon ice cream. I have oh, that's, that. Oh, that's a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't, yeah. It's too, It mm. shouldn't be ice cream. I, I I do like me some bacon. Not chicken bacon, by the way. Don't try that. That's not bad. That's what not about turkey bacon? bacon? What about turkey bacon? Turkey bacon I'm okay with. Are you sure chicken that, bacon is not good. I've never even heard of chicken Because it's bacon. not... It, uh, chicken and turkey, they're not bacon. It's just right. meat that's... We know they're not bacon, right. but they sell chicken and turkey bacon... And I tried chicken bacon, and it's not good. Turkey bacon is passable. It's it's its passable. own thing. Passable. It's its own thing for sure, but it's fine. But so bacon is chicken bacon just like chicken jerky? Kind but of. That's yes. Really, what that's all that is? Basically, what it is. Okay. <clears throat> like, where does turkey bacon even come from? Like, what part of the turkey is that? Um, I'm not sure. I don't even know what part of probably bacon comes from. Who knows? Processed leftovers. The bacon's from the belly, by the way. Is it from the belly? Yeah. Well, see, I didn't know that. Maybe the turkey then's from the turkey belly. <laughs> the turkey belly. <laughs> just, just skin and organs. <laughs> I guess so. It, honestly, probably. Now that I'm it's thinking about from, it, it's actually from. It's probably from their bacon organ. It's yeah. Mm. Uh, bacon peanut brittle. Oh yeah, I'd I'd try, try that. What? I'm not a fan of peanut brittle because of how it sticks to everybody's teeth and everybody breaks their teeth on it and that kind of sucks as a food. But I'll try it. <laughs> My jaw just hurts right now thinking about it. Exactly. <laughs> it really does. The only time I've ever enjoyed peanut brittle is when we made it in chemistry class in high school. Right. Because we had food. Right. <laughs> in school. And we were in high school. Right. Ken, but, would you eat a bacon lollipop? I have. Ooh, how was that? Not as good as you would expect. No, I don't think it would be good. Meat popsicles are not <laughs> no, no, it's like, okay. It's 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 like it's like a regular candy, right? Po- lollipop, but it's just bacon flavored, right? Which I'm still. It's not it, happy and with. it's 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 basically it's a it's a maple, bacon kind of you right. know just like everything else is not. I mean, it really, seems like they're taking it's this not just whole ba- thing. it's not really just bacon flavored. It's. I I, I ate a surprise mm. buttered popcorn piece of taffy today, and it was disgusting. But maybe because I wasn't ready for it. Like, I thought I was like, oh, this looks like it's going to be vanilla with maybe some lemon in it. No, buttered popcorn. Uh, <laughs> it was brutal. It probably tasted stale, like the jelly, it was, Is it like the Jelly Bellies? Worse. It's like if you take, like, ten Jelly Bellies and throw them all in your mouth at the same time as buttered popcorn. Mm. And before you did that, you burnt the popcorn. Mm. Yeah, no. No. It's not no. good. No. I'm fine with flavors being flavors. How about this? How would you like to take your BLT to the next level with baconaise? Bacon mayonnaise? Bacon mayonnaise. On a bacon lettuce tomato? Yeah. Just... I'd give it a shot. I'd give all this a shot except for maybe the, <laughs> you mean the lollipop. You mean a Belmont? It's lunatics like you encouraging this thing. Hey, man, I will try it. I'm not saying I'll like it, but I'd give it a shot. By the way, have you guys ever had a BLT without mayonnaise? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've had it dry. Why? Necessity. I don't know why though. Oh well, I'm not saying I did it really on purpose. I just you know mayonnaise is a crucial element of the. Let BLT. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. To I'm the point just... where I actually do refer. I refer to them as Belmonts. B L M T, bacon, lettuce, mayonnaise, and tomato. Right. I actually call mm. mine the B. You're done. B L M T as well. Yeah, the Belmont. 
Yeah, but mine's actually because I don't put tomatoes, so it's bacon, lettuce, mayonnaise, toast. That's the question I was going to ask. I don't ask. toast my BLT. Oh, see? I was going to ask. I'm like, who doesn't toast their BLT? That's the way, right That's the correct way to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Toasting absolutely. is the correct way to do it. Oh, no. Yes. I'll never toast. No. Nope. If you go to a store and you ask for a BLT, what do they bring you? They bring you a toasted sandwich. Damn straight yeah. they and do, because that's I, the and way I order, you do And it. I order it without. You're out of your damn mind. Danon? Right. I like mine lightly toasted. I don't, but still toasted. Prefer the like the. I'll have a BLT the, like, with mayonnaise on untoasted wheat bread. You're out of your damn mind. I don't like the way so, it tears up your mouth. What's the proper toasting level on a scale of one to ten for breakfast toast in general? Four. Four. According to my according to my dial, which goes all the way to six. Okay. <laughs> on a scale of four to six toasters. Well, it's a, no, <laughs> my toaster is just zero to six. So yeah, four is the toast right. level. So medium probably. Medium well. That's actually more than medium, because like medium, medium it well. would be three. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, it's medium well. I, I'd go with that, medium well. Medium well. Uh, medium well toast. Danon? Medium. Medium? You like your slightly less just brown? Just a little... Just enough to not get soggy after you put the butter on it. Right. Fair. I'm a two and a half, three kind of person. Oh, you okay. don't want so like any the, toast at all. I like the greasy just, spoon... I, what is your, where they bring you like? What listen, we only had ten like seconds to toast this thing. Oh my grilled! See, that's different though. Grilled cheese has to be toasted. No, oh, it has yeah. to be grilled. <laughs> well, I mean, but yeah. yeah, but it's gonna get toasted because of the grilling. Anyways, yeah, to, but that would probably toast and grilling cheese. Is don't not challenge the same him on thing. this. You will end up in a sandwich world, my friend. We're already on that. I can hold my own against a sandwich. Don't worry about that. No, you, you, toasting toasting bread and grilling and, and making grilled cheese is not the same thing. They don't, they don't even come out remotely similar. Well, they don't, but it still makes the bread have a crust. By the way, if you guys haven't had the the, the, the grilled B, the, the grilled uh, PB and J, I have not had a grilled PB and J. Oh, PB yeah. gets a little, little runny. Yeah, you got to toast it just right, uh, just right. I've had one of them. I make toasted peanut butter and jelly all the time. Yeah, I do it at work. Uh, oh, oh, I, oh, I only I I only make toasted peanut butter and jelly. I actually yeah. do mine open face. I keep a, I keep a I keep a loaf of bread oh, in a loaf of bread in my house. Jif crunchy peanut butter and strawberry preserves at work. Yeah, me too. At all times. Yeah. Oh. Drives everybody yeah. crazy when they make toast too because oh. it smells so good. Open face PB and J toast. That's that's breakfast at our house. All right, what do you got, Jonathan? So the next one is called the bacon explosion, which is where you take bacon, put more bacon on top of it. Put more bacon on top of it. Encase it all in C4. And then roll it. <laughs> over make into it a hand into, grenade. Into a, like a loin. Okay. And then cook it like that. That's just a lot of bacon. Uh, Wait, no, that doesn't work. No, that's Do too you like much. weave a bacon net and like then put the that inside, in the oven? No, the, the inside of the bacon is not going to get cooked before the outside is completely black. Now, I guess that apparently that it's the point. Uh, Why would uh, you want raw bacon in the... No. Yeah, that's a big no who, here. Who thinks of bacon and thinks, you know what? I, I need burnt black bacon all the way to raw. I need everything all at once. I need all the bacons. No. A crazy man. No, that's nobody. And nobody you know it's a man. That. Of course it is. Seeing a woman. <laughs> that's a no. Hey, that's a big no. Where's the explosion one? come in? Because that just seems like it's just a pile of Yeah, unless The explosion some... comes out yeah, of you later. Ah, there you go. <laughs> This is a bacon pipe bomb. Uh, making maple bacon cupcakes. Wait, meatball bacon? Maple. No, maple. Oh. Maple bacon. <laughs> you sound disappointed. That's basically just bacon flavored cake. I want to see this right. meatball bacon. But, you know, cupcake. $5 a piece. 
Right. right. You also noticed that uh, the cupcake stores are all closing down now. Yeah, because it's a terrible idea. Is that fad running its course? I think it's ran its course. Yeah. Uh, next is the bacon chocolate bar. Heck yeah, I've bacon had that and chocolate and go together. Great. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, next is the bacon wrapped hot dog. I would see no problem with that. Right. No, why not? I as mean, long as it's a Kogol's. Yes. Right. That caveat. Uh, the picture is definitely mm. not a Kogol's. It never is. Probably a ballpark. Mm. Although I would be okay with like a uh, Polish. Bacon wrap Polish. Right. Right. Be all right. Oh, and the last one on that. the list, bacon gumballs. No. No. I don't know. I just feel like chewing bacon on candies. bacon fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's creepy. Not okay. It How would, about the it bacon cinnamon roll? Wouldn't it? You said bacon hmm. cinnamon Oh, the bacon roll? cinnamon roll. Yeah. Is it one that's... where there's actual bacon like wrapped in the cinnamon yeah. roll? Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Oh, Ken's um, going to tell us about cause this. Because I've done this before. We, we Rob and I conducted an experiment one time. Hmm. Don't you use the pre-cooked bacon for it? I absolutely use the pre-cooked bacon because the, the raw bacon will not cook in uh, time. we got to use the pre-cooked bacon. Uh, but it's actually quite enjoyable. Let's see, if you jumpstart the cooking process. Because if it's pre-cooked, though, it doesn't does it just break the whole way? It doesn't matter, does it? No. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> hmm. So it was either last episode or episode before that we were talking about the coronavirus um i think it was the episode before i think it was before this yeah so two before if you guys want to go back and listen to it if not we don't care so however in kansas the kansas city police will test not the kansas city police it was just people in kansas the oberlin kansas police department okay We'll test your meth for you to make sure it's free of coronavirus. And then arrest you? Well, probably not. I mean, they're just testing it for free. Why would they arrest you, Pete? Why would they give it back? Well, why wouldn't they? Wouldn't you just say, thank you, citizen, and can I have my stuff back? Here's the... Uh, you said here. meth, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you do remember saying meth. In a, meth fa- in a, lot, fa- right? in a <laughs> Facebook post, the Decatur County Sheriff's Department attempts to get meth off the streets. There you go. By posting this warning. By posting this. Warning. If you have recently purchased meth locally, it may be contaminated with coronavirus. <laughs> Please take it to the sheriff's office or police department, and they will test it for free. If you're not comfortable going into the office, please contact an officer, any officer, and they'll test the meth in the privacy of your own home. Please spread the word. That's the post, how many takers? The post, you think the post has since been removed. Because uh, it's definitely entrapment, right? Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a trap, right? <laughs> Project Entrapment. We're just uh, going to ask you guys to turn yourselves in with the drugs. Coronavirus. Even even cops are using the fear of that now. Right. Because lying to people is a good thing. That's, it's, it's how helpful. governments work, sir. It's helpful in a pandemic. You don't lie to people? All the time. So it, helped. it is helpful, though. If I'm lying to you now. I never lie to anyone. So that was helpful, too. <laughs> you would almost say it's a... Lie sandwich. Oh, I knew that was coming. It's not really a lie sandwich. You There's just nothing you can really, do about that joke. Really... It's coming and you just have to stand there. Yeah, you have to just take it. Full force, by the way. It's, it's like it's yeah. like you, you you need the soap it's, in prison. It's you like just... you it's just like you bite right into it. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. So when we come back, what do you guys want to talk about? I got a girl who's topless. And a girl who makes her whose urine is alcohol. 
Mix them. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, topless one has a lot of very interesting legal ramifications to it. Yes, it does. It does, actually. doesn't it? Honestly, it does. it's actually more serious than you think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, which one do you want to talk about, David? I'm going to leave this up to you. Do you want to talk well, about the topless woman or the pee girl? Pee so girl's like a three minute story. Right. It is. It's She's short and sweet. Making alcohol it? out of her urine, or yeah. she just is so drunk she's peeing. No, alcohol. neither one. She doesn't drink. When we come back, we'll let you know. All right. <laughs> Enjoy the song. Where's my mouse? my life that song right making bad decisions oh yeah just constantly writing the soundtrack of your life oh damn right. straight that totally would be a song in my soundtrack of my life making bad decisions oh yeah oh yeah me too for sure that, was, right. that was I'll stop the world and melt with you it oh, totally yeah, was did yep. you see, yeah I yep. heard that too yeah I thought you were you were trolling us for another like copyright infringement no this totally was just <laughs> I literally typed in new indie songs and clicked oh the very God. first one is Who? there any indie songs that aren't complete ripoffs of other songs no there's no such thing as new Apparently, you don't think so? Who was that, by the way? I have no idea. I mean, I was enjoying the was song, the but I liked it the first time too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, it was the Strokes. Yeah, the Strokes. Sound, bad decision. Sounded like the Strokes. Yeah, that's who it was. Oh, that's, a, that's a relief then. Good job, Strokes. Surprised you actually knew who they were. No, I know music. Congratulations. Like... Yeah, we're yeah, the exact opposite on that spectrum, though. Did they count as indie music? They Apparently. did. I don't think they are now. No. They're too mainstream for indie. Yeah, I don't think you get to still be that popular. Yeah. And be indie? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on who your label is. Really all it is. Fair. Yeah, I kind of guess that would be how it would be. What, how would you define indie music? What label, What your label is? Like if you don't have a label yet? If you... It's like kind of underground alternative. I mean, it should be independently produced, right? Yeah, that's what indie is. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's it's really just... How you got your record out. Yeah. It doesn't even have anything to do with the type of music that you do. Although it kind of does. It kind of does. Like, it has a specific sound that they I call it now. I assumed it had to be from Indiana. That's true. Or is Indianapolis, it... specifically. Indianapolis, <laughs> right. specifically. Not, it, like, or... Hoosier music. <laughs> or is it that all the other forms of music desperately want to be corporate? So they don't even bother with indie. They only go... Yeah, straight Mainstream. Up. That's right. As far as they can go. If not, they're just Joe's band down the street. Oh, yeah, that song stuck in my head. Not well, the one we listened to, the other one. Right. I'll, I'll stop the world and melt with you? Yeah. Mod- all, what, what do I modern have to sing? English? What do I have to sing to get that out of my head? Well, you got to sing a Journey song to get any song out of your head. Give me, oh. give me because one. Journey songs are very easy to sing and very easy to dismiss. Uh... So in order to get a song out of your head, you sing any kind of Journey song. Do but, one. Wheel in the sky keeps on turning. I don't know that one. I know you don't know that one. 
All right, let me rephrase this. Sing one that I know. Don't stop believing. Thank you, because that's actually the one that was in my head. I want to see how close my wavelengths to you guys were today. And I was feeding you what to do. Well, see, I know more Journey songs. Well, you know more songs by name than I do anyways. I know more songs, period. (laughs) Period. Than anyone. Although I do have a friend who would challenge you in a music trivia. Your friend would probably beat me. Oh. Although, I can't be, win anything. I'd hold my own a little bit, but. Hmm. See, I, I, have a, I have a lot of friends that are very, very expert in specific music. Like, I have a lot of friends that are expert in punk. I have a friend that's an expert in 80s, right. just all 80s. Um... Ken's an expert in folk and classical. I don't know. What do you like, Ken? <laughs> <Right>. Those. <laughs> Those. Jazz. World music, but not like country, music of the world. Country music like prior the, to 2000. Um, yeah. To, rock and roll. Yeah. I'm, I'm very eclectic. There you go. I wouldn't consider myself to be an expert in any one particular genre. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. I'm not an expert. I'm a jack of all trades, expert of jack shit. Yeah. No, that's not true. You mm-hmm. are an expert in um, your favorite artist, sir. Oh, Van Morrison? Van Morrison. Mm. All right, Jonathan, we're talking about um boobies? No, I thought we were going to Or talk vaginas. About... Boobies, <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> Who wants to hurt the vaginas? <laughs> Let's just get you know, it over. You know, I read this article and I immediately dismissed it because they can't spell Pittsburgh properly. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> I'm like done done with this article. Uh, I saw that also. But Am I, am I reading this one? Sure. Knock yourself it, out. It appears that way. Okay. Danon. Yes. You thought the human body was too boring, didn't you? I am super bored with or the complicated. human body. Or complicated? Well, it is pretty easy to take apart. Think again. again. <laughs> you know what? Just read it, Ken. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, 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 no I was no. just shoving you out. Okay. Go no, on. I'm just going to be myself. No. 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 I'm done. Nope. Uh, I'm not doing it. He's just being your flavor. He's being your hype man. Like. Yeah, man. I was just trying to be your flavor flav. He got fired. Yeah, I think I've been fired too. No, Flavor Flav, Chuck D just. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. Chuck D fired Flavor Flav. Long overdue, in my opinion. Anyway, continue, please, sir. A, a woman in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in the United States, has become the first documented case of a human being urinating alcohol. Like rubbing alcohol. The weird thing is, the woman doesn't drink alcohol at all. Uh-huh. This is the first case of what is now. Being called the urinary auto brewery syndrome. Auto brewery. So she is a craft no, brewery. No, no, no. Sorry, sir, sir, sir. It's the urinary auto brewery syndrome. Get it right. Okay. Urinary auto brewery syndrome. Auto the brewery. UABS. The UABS system. Alps. <laughs> <laughs> So, so doctors describe yeah, yeah. this as a rare medical condition in which intoxicating quantities of ethanol are produced by specific types of yeast or bacteria through engorgeous fermentation in the digestive system. So what he was saying is there are <laughs> there is yeast or bacteria in her bladder that ferments sugar. Or I think it was her bladder. Yes. yes. And then she urinates ethanol. So she can fuel up her vehicle <laughs> if she has one that drives that. Imagine she would be the perfect person to take to Mars. Because <laughs> all you'd have to do is sit there and keep pumping her full of liquids. Is, is she healthy? That can't 
it doesn't it, sound like it. It seems like it's got to burn, right? Like a little bit. Yeah. Oh, does it burn when you pee? Yeah. Does it burst into flames when you pee? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Doctors at the University oh, of Pittsburgh Medical Center Presbyterian Hospital say that the woman was first presented as a case for of cryosis. Cirrhosis. Whatever. <laughs> and poorly controlled diabetes. But later, dun, 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 after tests, they referred her for alcohol abuse treatment. Doctors continually found high content of alcohol in the lady's urine while she denied having had any alcohol to drink. So, no, she was not healthy going in because she's badly she's controlled right. diabetes. Yeah. Okay. Initially, our encounters were similar, leading our clinicians. Did I say that right? Yes, yeah. you did. Wow. Congratulations to me. Round of applause. That was only me clapping. Yay. <laughs> to believe that she was hiding an alcohol use disorder, uh, said the doctors in reports published by the Annals of Internal Medicine. <laughs> you deli- I want to feel like you deliberately you that said purpose. that wrong. Yeah. I don't know what We're I We're not said. talking about anals. We're talking about vagina. Oh, my bad. They're so close to each other. <laughs> Oh man, I can't get them confused. I can't wait to shower thoughts right now. That's gonna be the best one yet. (laughs) These findings led us to test whether yeast uh, colonizing in the bladder could ferment sugar to produce ethanol. The doctors say, after running further tests on her urine, the reports confirmed that very high levels of ethanol were being produced. So, if you put her on the spaceship, she could power it for a long time. Okay, so. Further evidence that sugar ethanol is l- more cost-effective to produce than corn ethanol. The human body can do it for free. There you go. Right. Unhealthy. But at what cost? Like, what? what's the rate we're going to burn through homeless people when we start farming them for ethanol? <laughs> well, the machines do it in the Matrix. Right? So we're going to Matrix think, people. Do you think, do you think Wait, those pods are just corn syrup? I'm not suggesting that, that we do it. Yeah. Do you really think I'm that those... I'm just saying we uh, can't let Gwyneth Paltrow question. get these findings or she will start making vagina alcohol. Yes, she will. Serious question. Okay. The vaginal. pods in the Matrix, are they filled with corn syrup? Probably. Vaginal. Vaginal no, they, corn syrup? They were collecting the vaginal. small amount of electricity that the human body produces, which is wildly inefficient. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. No, it's didn't they cool. say... I believe they said that they liquefy the dead and feed them to the living. Well, yeah, but that's just to keep the living alive so they can keep producing electricity. Yeah, and to dispose of the dead. Well, that's what's coming into their system, but was just the No, it's it's probably some superconductor. Oh, maybe. Mm, Yeah, that would make sense. Because, yeah, it's a really small amount of electricity. Mm -hmm. It's, like, not even possible. It's not really practical. It's about as practical as as handing uh, bundles of cocaine to migrants and just pointing them in the direction of the border. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. Well, that did, yeah, Pete, right? we talked, well, we talked, those we talked is about this. Happening. We did. We've talked about this. Yeah, you go like, that way. That's yeah. That's that's that that's the whole thing about why we need the wall is that uh, migrants are sneaking drugs into the country. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, so just hand them cocaine and like go that way, and that's you know as effective a method for transporting mm-hmm. cocaine as we can come up with in today's in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, because at that point they go, oh crap, a wall. Guess we're going home. Ooh, it's been a long walk to get out get here. Get the but... Vietnamese in there and dig some tunnels. 
Mark that. Mark 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 the time period on that. <laughs> nope, that's staying. Right. That was gold. That wasn't me. That was Lady Killers, okay? All right. All right, who's reading the next story? Yeah, we need to cite our racism. <laughs> I mean, the next story doesn't really have to be read. It's just I'll, more of how ridiculous it is. Did I'll you want share, to take I'll, this I'll share some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dateline, Utah, uh, a state rivaling a Ohio for the worst in the worst state in America. Uh, a Utah woman uh, who faced charges for being topless in her own home in front of her stepchildren has taken a plea bargain. Oh, the stakes were just too high for Tilly Buchanan to take criminal case to trial. Her attorney, Randy Richards, said on Tuesday. Uh, she initially was charged with three counts of Class A misdemeanor lewdness involving a child uh, accused of exposing her breast to her stepchildren several years ago. The charges uh, had especially weighty consequences. If convicted, she would have been required to register as a sex offender for 10 years. Okay. This yeah. is so misogynistic. Yeah. So isn't the kid terrible? Like what? Uh, Does it matter? I mean, I it just it it sounds honest to God. It, when you read this article, it sounds like the stepkids just don't like their stepmom. Right. Right. The, That's kid, what it the is. kids just don't like their stepmom. But let's see. The dad was without a shirt. Why is it illegal for a woman to be without one? In the well, privacy of her own home. Yeah. In. Right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. I'm saying. Um, if, the, so the, the the way the story the story goes is that they were hanging in her and her husband, the, the adults right. were hanging insulation in the garage, and she doesn't have a shirt on. Fiberglass insulation. No, she had oh, a shirt on. Came okay, in the okay, house okay, okay. after finishing up. Right. Fiberglass insulation gets everywhere. Take your clothes off. That way, they're not, it's not floating around the house. Right. Right. Apparently, the kids came downstairs, saw her bare-breasted. It's kids' fault. So, oh, but yeah. accord, but according to uh, according to the kids' testimony, again, this is what makes me believe that they were um, just kind of being pricks about it. They said that she told them she was going to take her shirt off. So what okay. if you did? You warned them and refused to put it back on until uh, he until the husband showed his penis. There is no way that's true. Well, people are garbage. And that she had been so, drinking. Uh, so. There's room for garbage people. Um, but I don't know about that. Like, so. It, especially if she said, I'm going to take off my shirt. There's the whole rest of the house. Go look that. Go look that right. way. You don't need to. She would have loved to take it up on appeal, uh, the lawyer said. But it, would, it, it, but it was pretty much my advice that she not. Not because uh, I don't think we, that she would win. But there's a possibility that we go all the way to trial and she could be convicted by a jury and have to be on a sex offender registry. Instead, uh, Buchanan resolved the case Tuesday by admitting to one charge of a Class, to, class B misdemeanor lewdness. She did not uh, admit any plea agreement documents uh, to uh, any crimes involving children, but did say that she exposed her breasts in front of an adult, which caused affront or alarm. Uh, basically, what that means is she was topless in front of her husband. And he was affronted? Uh, supposedly. Although I don't believe he so. He had his shirt off, too, in the story I read. Yeah, that's, right. uh, that's exactly what happened. Uh, there, he did, uh, the lawyer promised that they, the Buchanan would be bringing a civil lawsuit against the city of, uh, of West Valley. Yeah, uh, the whole thing crazy. is ridiculous, he said. Number one, divorce she your husband. and other women have to worry about their wow. kids seeing them topless. It's ridiculous. So, But they're stepkids, right? Right. Yeah, West Valley Which City prosecutors to, to me, defended mean something. the criminal charges. 
Because uh, if somebody exposes themselves to stepkids, my kids are somebody's stepkids. Well, what about this? Yeah, your kids are somebody's stepkids, right? Real fucking problems. Right. So if but your if it's, ex-wife... But if, it's you, but if it's your wife... Yeah, no, listen. If it's your ex-wife... And you guys are at home. Right. Right. If but it's like, your, I got a question for you. If it's your ex-wife, uh-huh. and she's dating the guy, yep. and he takes his shirt off in front of your daughters, yep. would you be pissed about that? It's going to happen in the summer. Well, are you going to be pissed about that? Would that be lewd? It's unnecessary. But would it be lewd? Would it be? Would you bring would charges? It, would it rise no, to I wouldn't bring charges. Would it, ri- okay. yeah, would it rise to so the level why of would criminality? It, so why would it be different if your girlfriend exposed her breasts in front of your daughters? Right. Why is it different if it's a woman doing it instead of a man? Well, I would not want her to do that either. I know, but what if she did? Well, I would tell her to put her damn shirt on. Okay, but do you think it'd be if 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 your ex brought charges against your new girlfriend or new wife? Do you think that would be legitimate? Even yeah. though you didn't like, bring I, charges I against him? I see where you're coming with, with all the, like, nipples are nipples and let's get over it. Right. Why are you, why are you making your daughters even think that that's shameful? I'm just, right. it's just weird. I don't get the difference. Well, there West, doesn't have to be shame, but there's a certain level of politeness. West Valley City prosecutors defended the criminal charges. This case was never about nudity in one's home. Instead, it's about the responsibility we all have toward others. Uh, West Valley City Attorney Ryan Robinson said, adding that the case was resolved when Miss Buchanan took responsibility for her actions. And who reported this? The kids? How Probably. Old, how old are these kids? I don't know. Well, it involved, it, it involved the division of, of uh, child and family services. So I'm guessing they were probably under the age of 12. Hmm. So they um, probably went home, talked to their mommy, and their mommy brought charges against this lady. Okay, because she's the stepmom. Yes. Right. Uh, Buchanan's legal team uh, had asked 3rd District Judge Kara Pettit uh, to find Utah's lewdness statute unconstitutional, uh, arguing that it discriminates against women by making it illegal for them to show their breasts while it's not illegal for a man to be topless. Fair enough. That's what uh, I'm saying. Buchanan's attorneys leaned on the recent 10th uh, Circuit Court ruling, which sided with two Colorado women who sued the city of Fort Collins. The women are part of Free the Nipple Fort Collins, a, a group arguing for the city's ban on female toplessness uh, violated their right to equal protection. Now, you take it down south, and he exposes himself, or your your wife exposes herself to your daughters, then yes, I think there might be an issue there. Right. But it covers both sexes. I just don't think it's fair. And it's, this is not me being a guy who wanted to see people walking around with their breasts out. I don't care. Right, because I've been to a new beach. You, you don't. No, you don't want to see that. No, odds are you don't no, want that. No, but why is it... Why is it illegal for a woman to do it and not a man? That's right. All I'm saying. It's yeah. It's on the whole bent of girls have to take care of themselves so they don't get harassed and raped and all the other crap. Rather than guys stop raping people. Right. Basically. Like oh, you can't put that out there. It's too tempting. You're gonna get raped. Not hey guys. Even if you see them and they're not yours, don't touch them. Right. Buchanan told the Salt Lake City Tribune in September that she had been installing insulation on the husband in the garage during the day of the incident. The couple had removed their clothes inside the home uh, to get the itchy materials away from the skin. She was topless when her children, stepchildren came downstairs and saw them. 
She said that her stepchildren seemed embarrassed, but Buchanan told them that she, she did, that they shouldn't treat her any differently because she was a woman. She told them that a woman's chest isn't inherently sexual, and that if they were uncomfortable seeing their dad's if they were comfortable seeing their dad's chest, it shouldn't be different for her. Right. I feel like you have that conversation before you're naked, though. Yeah, I, I can see like that. I feel like she real jumped right into about that. Again, though, if you come in the house, you take your clothes off because, you know, for whatever right. reason, it's to me the, to me that would be a valid reason. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to dust fiberglass. Insulation is off. Oh, there's many times when I had dirty jeans on or something. Right. I'd come up and drop them at the front so, door. At, but so your kids come downstairs at that point. That like, you were not necessarily in, planning to yeah. see yeah. them. What's that say again? Is that you weren't necessarily planning to see the kids? No, like, they right. came downstairs while you happen to be naked. For a reason, right? It's not like you're walking out of your bedroom in the morning, just going downstairs, buck ass naked, right. being like, "Hey, who wants pancakes?" So like, somewhere in Utah, some kids walked in on their parents having sex, and those parents are going to jail. Like, ah, they were lewd, and it scared me. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually know a guy in, in Michigan who got sent to jail because he was uh, spanking into internet porn, and one of his daughters walked in on him. And that's illegal. Yeah, because. She saw his his wang, right? But was he like in the kitchen? <laughs> no, he was he was he was in he was in a spare bedroom, right? I presume I don't know. Maybe he was on the couch. I have no idea. I wasn't Still, there. Though, thank God. Like, respect who's in the house. Like you can wait a minute. Maybe door locks next right? time. Seriously, but still, it's not legal. It's just weird for everybody. Yeah, it's just uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable. It should be forgotten and never talked about again. Right. That's how you ever. Do. Just like walking in on your parents. Yep. Just repress that shit. It'll, yeah, it'll, and, it'll never not be okay. Listen, the ice cream never, truck was coming by and I wanted a, a dollar. Yeah. And I busted that door open. I need a dollar for the ice cream. Oh, God. And then left. And we never talked about oh, it. Yeah, you just oh, never God. talk about it. It's, it's one of the things where actually therapists will probably tell you, yeah, don't talk yeah, about no. that. Just, just don't. Yeah. And I did not get any ice cream. <laughs> Only sadness. And years of you're all looking at me now. And right. and that's the end of the topless story. Hmm, that is an interesting one. It is. It's tricky, that one. So, it, yeah. It, it makes you kind of confront your preconceived uh, biases and what you were taught. Right. Kind of thinking like, uh, but there's really, I don't, it shouldn't be. Uh, I don't have a problem with women walking around naked. I really don't. No. Yeah. I think um, don't if they want to walk it, around topless but... the way men do, fine. That's entirely appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to get off that mindset where somehow their body's different. Yeah, if I if, I, mean, if I find it, it objective, they are different. They are different. They are different. But not, you know, like she said, they're not inherently they're not inherently, inherently sexual. sexual. Right. They got jobs to do. They get yeah exactly. Yeah, they serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? You're laughing about something. Oh, I was. It's going to be terrible. Oh, it was. I'm not going to say it. Please don't. I'll probably say it off the air. Okay. We'll have to cut it if you say it. Probably. Do not say it. I know what it is. It's going to get us banned. There. I said it. That's true. Uh, It's penile. They are not inherently sexual. Exactly, they're not. No, they, they serve a purpose. They serve a pur- exactly. That's Actually, what I. But yeah, that's why it was, all of it serves a purpose. As we discussed right. on this well, program recently, that is the only thing that is purely for pleasure. As as we discussed on this program recently, in ancient Greece, 
they often men male athletes completed naked. Right. Yeah, they did. They battled with like leaves. Yeah. No, that's not true. They didn't use no. leaves. No, Maybe they use le- they use leaves. Oh, they <laughs> use leaves for a different reason. <laughs> Just a different reason, Pete. <laughs> So, Jabo, I I heard you you you, uh, you watched a movie recently. Did you watch a movie recently? I don't know. Did I? I don't. Know. I don't know. You were talking about this uh, artificial intelligence thing. Oh, the AI thing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I posted the video in the group. Did you guys see it? Did you guys watch it? No. Maybe. <laughs> That's a no. Do tell. Well, maybe you guys should watch it first, and when we come back, we'll talk about it. All right, we'll give it a shot. All right, so they took some footage from 1921, right? I, I think, think that's so, what yeah. year it was. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, actually, it was 1911. Even worse. <laughs> um, and this footage was of New York City, and they used a artificial intelligence <clears throat> AI program um, to take and colorize this footage. No, while it's not like your standard uh, Avengers Endgame colorized footage, it is still the fact that an AI took this using its algorithms and attempted to colorize this footage somehow. And did a pretty good job. And it did a pretty good job. And I know this is kind of odd for us to be talking about this on a podcast, but we'll get into why we're talking about that in a minute. This is just kind of our stepping stone into the topic okay. of what AI can do, right? So, rule the world. well, yes, that is part Cyber of the dying. scary thing is, can it rule the world one day? Is it something that we should be afraid of? And to go with that, I have the following video. So I will leave our mics open and we will uh, listen to this gentleman talk. This is just a clip from Terminator 2, isn't it? Uh, Does he talk like a robot? No, this is actually a TED talk. Oh, it's how long is it? Uh, 13 minutes. Not bad. <laughs> That's a long TED talk. The rise of the machines. He's just reading the script Who from Terminator. Here <laughs> is scared of killer robots. Danon is for sure. Well, his video actually no. is the Terminator. I am. I imagine they're going to run on Windows I and I used to work in UAVs, unmanned aerial vehicles. <laughs> And all I could think seeing these things is that someday, somebody Some way. is going to strap a machine gun to these things and they're going to hunt me down in swarms. It already exists. I work in robotics at Brown University and I'm scared of robots. Actually, it's actually I'm a video on line of a guy, a Russian guy who did that. But can you blame and me? And he's not even, it's not even particularly Ever since I was a kid, all I've and seen one day we'll say, it's a Gundam! portray the ascendance of artificial intelligence. Trying to design one. And our inevitable conflict with it. You are or they are? 2001, A Space Odyssey, The Terminator, The Matrix. And the stories they tell are pretty scary. Rogue bands of humans running away from super intelligent machines. Would we finally band together? From the hands, it seems like it scares We'd die alone in caves. I know it is scary to Elon Musk. It's the Russians who are. uh, You know, we have a little bit of time before the robots rise up. Robots (laughs) like the PR2 that I have in my initiative, they can't even open the door yet. Stupid robot. Right. So in my mind, this discussion of super intelligent robots 
is a little bit of a distraction from something far more insidious that is going on with AI systems across the country. You see, right now, there are people, doctors, judges, accountants, who are getting information from an AI system and treating it as if it was information from a trusted colleague. Ooh, Interesting. It's this trust that bothers me. Mm. Not because of how often AI gets it wrong. AI researchers pride themselves in accuracy on results. It's how badly it gets it wrong when it makes a mistake that has me worried. Mm. These systems do not fail gracefully. Like the monkey at the changes of the so train. So let's take man. a look right. at what this looks like. You're just doing what you're supposed to. This yeah, is a dog fail. that has been misidentified as a wolf by an AI algorithm. The researchers want to know, we get it, why did this particular husky get misidentified as a wolf? So they rewrote the algorithm to explain to them the parts of the picture it was paying attention to when the AI algorithm made its decision. In this picture, what do you think it paid attention to? What would you pay attention to? The ears. Maybe the eyes. Maybe the ears. The snout. This is what it paid attention to. Mostly the snow in the background of the picture. Wow. Weird. You see, there was bias in the data set that was fed to this algorithm. Most of the pictures of wolves were in snow. Ah. So the AI algorithm conflated the presence of absence of snow for the presence or absence of a wolf. The scary thing about this is the researchers had no idea this was happening until they rewrote the algorithm to explain itself. And that's the thing with AI algorithms, deep learning, machine learning, even the developers who work on this stuff have no idea what it's doing. Mm. So, Always reassuring. That might be a great example from research. Well, what does that, this mean in the real world? There's that scary thing where the, the they found out that two AIs were talking to each other in their own language. It's used right. in 13 states. And they had to shut them to down. Like, I don't know what those guys are talking about, exactly. but I don't like it. Of committing a crime again after your release. Well, there was the one AI that went completely crazy and Pro said Hitler Publica was right. Found that if yeah, but that was subjective. Compass was 77% you mean the more likely to qualify yes. you as a potentially violent offender than if you're a Caucasian. This is a real system being used in the real world by real judges to make decisions about real people's lives. Why would the judges trust it if it seems to exhibit bias? Because it's easy. Right. Oh, yeah. Easy well, way out. The reason they use Compass is because it is a model for efficiency. Compass lets them go through caseloads much faster in a backlogged criminal justice system. Yeah, if you don't have to pay attention to facts, <laughs> burn through those cases. Why would they question their own software? It's been requisitioned by the state, approved by their ID department. Why would they question it? Well, the people sentenced by Compass have questioned it, and their lawsuits should chill us all. The Wisconsin State Supreme Court ruled that Compass did not deny a defendant due process provided it was used properly. In the same set of rulings, they ruled that a defendant could not inspect the source code of Compass. Well, it has shit. to be used properly, but you can't inspect the source code. Right. 
This is a disturbing set of rulings when taken together for anyone facing criminal. It's actually sentencing. written in basic. It says ten. Now you may black, not care about guilty. this because you're not twenty. Facing go to ten. <laughs> twenty. Go to ten. But what if I told you that black box AI algorithms like this are being used to decide whether or not you can get a loan for your house? Yeah, they Whether are too. you get a job interview. Whether you get Medicaid, and are even driving cars and trucks down the highway. Would you want the public to be able to inspect the algorithm that's trying to make a decision between a shopping cart and a baby carriage in a self-driving truck? The same way the dog-wolf algorithm is trying to decide between a dog or a wolf. Are you potentially a metaphorical dog who's been misidentified as a wolf by somebody's AI algorithm? Are you a wolf, Dana? Considering the complexity of people, it's possible. It's actually a funny Facebook page. Is there anything mm -hmm. you can do I'm about it now? I'm not a wolf. Probably not. And that's what we need to focus on. We need to demand standards of accountability, transparency, and recourse in AI systems. ISO, the International Standards Organization, just formed a committee to make decisions about what to do for AI standards. They're about five years out from coming up with a standard. <laughs> so, yeah, These systems are being used now. Disbanded by Trump. Not just in loans, but they're being used in vehicles, like I was saying. They're being used in things like cooperative adaptive cruise control. It's funny that they call that cruise control, because the type of controller used in cruise control, a PID controller, was used for 30 years in chemical plants before it ever made it into a car. The type of controller that's used to drive a self-driving car and machine learning, that's only been used in research since 2007. These are new technologies. We need to demand the standards and we need to demand regulation so that we don't get snake oil in the marketplace. That's your favorite word, Pete, snake oil. And we also have to have a little There's bit of a lot skepticism. of snake oil salesmen out there. The experiments in authority done by Stanley Milgram after World War II showed that your average person would follow an authority figure's orders, even if it meant harming their fellow citizen. Yeah, it's the Milgram experiment, you said? Yeah. In this experiment, everyday Americans would shock an actor past the point of him complaining about heart trouble, past the point of him screaming in pain, past the point of him going silent in simulated death, all because somebody with no credentials in a lab coat was saying some variation of the phrase, the experiment must continue. In AI, mm. we have Milgram's ultimate authority figure. Lab coats. We have a dispassionate system that cannot reflect, that cannot make another decision, that there is no recourse to, that will always say the system or the process must continue. Capitalism. It's the answer to everything. Yay. Yay. Is yeah. it really the answer to everything? The floggings will There's continue until morale improves? I was in a conversation <clears throat> with my cousin, Ryan. Uh, 
He's uh, he's a little more pro-capitalist than I would have guessed. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure why he's not bananas rich. I don't understand why anyone who doesn't have a billion dollars already is like, yay, capitalism. He thinks he's gonna be rich. I guess, like you know, you're not winning that game, right? They may not be capital. They're, they're, they may not be pro-capitalist, but they're definitely anti-socialism. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they just don't understand what socialism means because they keep, well, even like this, the he had posted like, oh, you should listen to this guy's, uh, uh, you know, talk. He did it in like the '60s or something, and the guy immediately says socialism is bad. Names three communist countries and starts talking about communist policies, which like, is not socialism. Right? There's like, no, that's not at all socialism. Well, None of know, those are. You're the, like expert on this. The Soviet Union referred to themselves as socialists. So obviously they were socialists in the same way that Hitler referred to, referred to Nazism as as uh, so, national socialism. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I... but and it, it, but it was in reality arch conservatism. Maybe we should just right. try to get a grassroots thing going for utopianism. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that just seems like a lot of Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if we get rid of all the negativity that's associated with the word because they're instantly just going to the, oh, bad. You know, but we're like, oh, utopia. No, you know? no, no, no. My, my political party is going to be just a decent fucking human being. That's what it is? The yeah, that's, decent, that's the decent party? decent fucking so human J-A-F. being. J-A-F. Do you support economic democracy? I suppose support, like, basic human rights. Economic democracy... It's what you get when you have capitalism. Well, economic democracy about... means that the people with the money get to make the decisions. Oh, then... they're the ones who participate in democracy. Right, they're the only ones who get a say in democracy. But it's okay because you can just quit your job whenever and go find a better job. Sure, you can. That's yeah. capitalism. Good job. It's yep. free market. Yep. You're gonna. You, if you're not winning, it's because you just you didn't have the right job. Now go get a new one. AI. <laughs> right, <laughs> has got to be able to come up with something better, right? Or something far depends on who programs far, it, man. Far, far worse. Depends on who programs it. It's all about. The... I'm thinking it probably wouldn't take long for the AI to figure out that humans can't be taught. <laughs> oh, like you mean like Tay tweets? And they are there, and they are therefore an obstacle. That does the the theme does tend to come up a lot, doesn't and it? You, and you know, and you and you know what the sad reality of it is? It's true. <laughs> We deserve nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's the sad part. Hmm. So yeah, um, kind of scary. I guess it really depends on who your Dr. Frankenstein is. Well, that's like all of it. It's like, who's your benevolent dictator or yeah. evil tyrant? Because you don't get to make the choice. Someone else is going to make a bunch of choices, and we're going to deal with them. And yeah, like the people that program the AI, they're going to make those choices. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're going to get stuck with it Yeah. regardless, because we don't know what's going into them. That's the problem this guy's stating, is it's a black box. You don't know. Right. Somebody could have programmed it to be racist. How would you know? You won't. Then they mm -hmm. could just say, hey, the, the algorithm's internet. correct. The internet, the internet made it that way. Right. The internet said so. Yeah. I don't yeah, know whose full idea it was to give it the internet, though. You know, back in 1990... Back in 1992... I think it was 1999 that was actually said to be true. I remember that in high school. What? If it's on the internet, it's true. Oh. They don't put fake stuff on the internet. I have never heard that in my life. Really? Yeah. My speech teacher from high school told me that. 
<laughs> your speech teacher was so wrong. Oh, I know, because I made a fake website the next day with my history teacher and uh, proved her wrong. The little no, you little didn't. Mustache. She proved you. She proved you right. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it was on the internet. Therefore, it was true. Yeah, going to the principal office for calling her a bitch did not help. <laughs> and that was on the internet. So that was what, you put that on the internet. That's oh yeah. Well, see, th- that wasn't false. That was true. Right. I should I should have kept with the story. She said everything on the internet was true. So uh, therefore, mm-hmm. therefore. So are you afraid? Of robots and AI? I'm afraid that it could be misused. You're afraid it could be misused? Yeah, just, just the same way as, as deep fakes are going to pop up. I'm afraid that that stuff... I mean, we already don't know what the truth is anymore. I mean, we kind of do when you actually look into the facts, but nobody bothers. No. Well, not when there's alternative facts. I mean, right. I can have... Mm-hmm. I, I can... I can Jabo can make a website for me to verify my facts on... That, you know, basically makes whatever I want to say true. And like, people do that. That's yeah. the scary part. The scary part is people. There's an entire cottage industry built around it. Yep. Yeah. But see, and then all that's just because you have to have a free market. You have to allow people to do whatever they want. I'm a strong believer in people letting people do whatever they want. As long as it doesn't harm me or my family. Yeah, but or so anybody else that, line, that you like, don't immediately. Know. Yeah, it's the problem. Is that's the, well, you know, the problem is... Laziness. Because going to the extreme is the fastest way to make money. Right. Nobody wants to work hard. That's no. not a thing we do anymore. Nobody wants to actually go after a story. Once it was discovered that they want to make it up to work hard to make money, it was all over. Right. Ooh, that got me. Mm. Are you guys passing around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going rounds. Here's my turn. <laughs> you guys... Nope, nope. Not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you one of us, Pete? Assimilate. Because I use my brain. Resistance is futile. All right. So I got a list. A list. I'm a list? A list? Posting it. It's 10 terrifying things that AIs can do. Okay. So we're just going to run through it real quick because... Uh, what do we have else on tonight? This our last. Oh, we have Ken. Do you have words with Ken today? I have a words with Ken, but I can save it for next week. I'm okay. not. And do you have a rant, Danon? No, I'm feeling all right today. All right, I do have shower thoughts to go through today. Yeah, I knew you had shower thoughts. So, all right, so and let's it, speed through this list, then we get on to the shower thoughts because there's nothing better than showering with Jabo. Right. Uh, number one, robots will eventually be able to predict the future. False. Plus or minus five. <laughs> right. Would that frighten you? Hey, as long as if, if one of them can tell me how to uh, what, what the winning lottery numbers are, I'm fine. That's where I went with it. Was oh, right. winning lottery numbers? I'll go for that. So well, then everybody okay. would, and nobody would win. Exactly, it would be the whole uh, event that happened in um, the movie where Bruce, Bruce Almighty, Bruce Almighty, yeah. yeah, everyone won the lottery, but it was only a dollar. One hundred eighty-seven thousand yep. people won the lottery. Yeah. It'd be the Bruce Almighty thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, number two, robot soldiers. That well, already that's, that's already happening. Right. Yeah. It's getting close. Mm, I'm a so. little disappointed in mech advancements. I feel like we could be doing better by now. Probably I could, I could see that. Right? Yeah. Like I'm I'm fine with robot soldiers not like they don't necessarily need to be run by AI. 
I mean, this leads us to the Clone Wars. But I'm talking. About, well, I'm talking about a like a situation similar to what the military does with uh, drones. With drones, where you have someone sitting somewhere actually controlling it, playing Call of Duty. Do you remember the movie? Pretty Stealth? much. We would get. We would get destroyed by the Asian countries. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Stealth with the AI uh, stealth bomber? Yes. Barely. Barely. Yeah. Do you? No. Yeah, that was a good movie. Really put perspective on this topic we're talking about so there you go have it people watch the movie stealth then watch i robot plus who doesn't enjoy jessica biel yeah that's true too uh number three eventually robots will become schizophrenic it, it we've already proved that could happen they're supposed to multitask right <laughs> they're just getting shit done like two people at a time they're gonna pull in so much information and continue to learn so much that they're they're not gonna know what what to do uh, economic meltdown would be created by AIs. Um, I can see algorithms controlled by major financial government systems around the world, such as the trading on Wall Street. I was going to say the stock market. Um, mm-hmm. Seems systems. a nice place to start to hit them. Right. Fully support that. Right. Like, dear anonymous, jump on it. Robots that will become police officers and detectives. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Plant cocaine on people. <laughs> <laughs> Like one gun well, shoots say, bullets, one gun shoots cocaine. I want a nightstick. I want a gold nightstick. Gum, a gold gumshoe robot. A gumshoe. Yeah, Mister, help me. Who killed my brother? Does not compute. Come on, baby. You know right. <laughs> he always falls for a pretty face. Though. He does. He does. Oh, gumshoe robot. Yeah. This Falcon. next one, Falcon. the three of you will love. Mm-hmm. We better because it's robot lovers. Oh right, teaching a robot, robot lover. Would you marry? Would you? She's Date a, a robot, robot lover, Pete. Lover. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. Right. Never. Can she cook? I'd much rather have a robot can, housekeeper. Did you just say, can she cook? <laughs> I'd, mu- I'd, I'd really much rather have a robot housekeeper. You'd get Rosie. I want Rosie, get. man. Well, let's lock on one. So let's say She's something. a robot. Why can't she do both? Like, who's <laughs> late half assing with sex robots to stop it there? Like, yeah, like the sandwich, do the laundry? Like,. Make me, a, Get the make del- me a turkey pot pie. Yeah. The deluxe Let's version. Yeah. I mean, she better be doing at least two of those things while we're having sex. She's a multitasking robot. Costs more than my car, but, you know, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. No, no, for sure. I'm you're throwing... you're going to live in a storage container. <laughs> yeah. I'm All throwing right. this in the rabbit hole, and I'm knocking on wood, so this will never happen. But something happens to Faith. They AI her out, and they implant her in a robot sex doll. What would you do? Ooh. So it's now. Is this actually like they've successfully yes. copied her consciousness, or like, like as no, wait, close like as a robot? It is her. It is her. It spot, is I mean, her. It's a copy of her. So it's like the movie because right. it can't be. But she's. Did she move her consciousness into the robot? Yeah. Or do they just like do a robot algorithm that kind of replicates her? The AI replicates faith, and it thinks it's faith, and they put it in right. the sex robot. I don't know if I could do that, mm. unless it was genuinely her. Like if you if you ask it if are you faith it re- so, says yes. So what you're talking about is she dies and then they reanimate her as a cyborg, right? Who thinks she's faith? That's yeah. okay. No, no. If they like actually like somehow moved her brain thought pattern so that it actually is faith. So like the movie with Johnny Depp, Transcendence. Sure, I haven't seen it, but. I thought you. But that, gonna, that's yeah. what happens. That's the. That's, that's what the happens in that the movie. movie. Yeah. Then, yeah, if that was the case, yes. But the other case, I don't think I could. Or if you're on, or if you're, or if you're watching Star Trek Picard, that's kind of what's going on there. Oh, 
Mm. Spoiler alert. You just spoiled it for me. I've only seen the first episode. <laughs> what do you got next? Survival robots. What do you mean? An experiment conducted by a scientists in Switzerland. <laughs> They're just made for reality television. <laughs> were made to compete for a food source in a single area. So, Lord of the Flies bots? Technically. So, I'd watch it. It's, yeah. <laughs> Survivor of robots. Yeah. Uh, police use an AI algorithms to predict crime. Minority report. My, yeah. Minority report. Yeah, that's a big no on that. So basically, just made a list of movies. That's what this whole <laughs> this is. The list. This is a list of movies. Yeah, they brought up your weaponized drones. Uh, supercomputers with imaginations. Like, hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. No, that one didn't have an imagination. No, that was just no. more straight to the point. Would we ever get to a point where AI was granted citizenship? By Centennial Man. By Centennial Man. <laughs> What, what do you think? Right. I I say probably. No, I'm looking forward Not to being lifetime. super racist against robots and hitting them with like a baseball bat in the street. Just you're that guy. Fuck robots, Because I mean, like really, they're not even yeah, people. Yeah, we got like Jim Crow laws for yeah. robots now. That's what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> Jeez. But they're robots, so who cares? They're not. Um, people. It's not very egalitarian. <laughs> Listen, if we're gonna hate somebody, we can all get together and hate, and one hate thing. robots, right? And it'll bring humanity together. But, That's Dana's presidential But pitch. why do we need to do that? There are still people living in Ohio. <laughs> we can well, all just hate them. Well, we make all the robots live there. And increasingly, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Utah and Ohio. All right, so yeah, Ohio is like the District 9 for robots. <laughs> <laughs> so AI and robots taking over jobs. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's already happened. I mean, we live in Flint. Right, we've felt the impact of this one yeah. since the '80s. Automation capital of the world. <laughs> right, Didn't all right. That backfire. Robots and AI in your brain, adding a microchip to yourself. Also, Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> so, would you do it? Would you do it? Would you add the microchip to your brain? Better than Johnny no. Pneumatic, where you can like <laughs> dig a well in like, record time. What if you? What if you could put? What if you could put a chip in that allowed you the complete access to the internet and? Split second time, so you can find anything you ever wanted. I already spent uh-huh. too much time. Right, on you'd just be good yeah. at trivia. Like, <laughs> what's the use of that? Like, ooh. you'd win Jeopardy. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you would forever win Jeopardy. Forever, you'd be oh. you'd be a millionaire pretty quickly. Take, yeah, you take out no. Ken Jennings. Yeah, except for you'd be up against two other people with that, and it would just be like whoever's fast at the buzzer. <laughs> basically, I'd just start blackmailing people. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Like, I go, I go right there to the dark place. Well, that's, and again, now you've got the internet in your head, and what happened? Yeah, because the I can just access all of the video cameras everywhere in the world. People have no privacy is an illusion. I mean, it's all out there. Right. You just got to go nowhere to look for it. Uh, AIs will be able to learn moral dilemmas and choose right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Will they? I don't think they no. will. I don't will know. They? Humans suck at that too. So. They're only what you program to do. Yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. Well, that was it? That was it. All right. Mm-hmm. So what do we got next? Shower thoughts? Uh, you want to do shower thoughts or you want to do work with Ken? We're going to do shower thoughts. thoughts. With J-Bo. All right. We'll be right back. I've been doing too much talking tonight. Shower thoughts with J-Bo. Out of 8 billion people on Earth... There are multiple people who blink at the exact same time 
that you do every time you blink and you don't know it. Yeah. How many people just blinked? I, I don't know. I'm watching now and I can't tell. By extension, there's always someone else masturbating at the same time you are. I have that one too. That's my next one. When you jerk off, there's a chance that someone somewhere is perfectly in sync with you. <laughs> You're making sweet music together. So from now on, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm just talking I'm gonna jerk off too. Right. <laughs> and the one I was laughing about earlier today, a human is technically a 3D printer. In more than one way. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, I'm not so good with a pattern. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of develop is velop. If you take away the pronoun. It's, if you, yeah, it's like being underwhelmed, overwhelmed, or just whelmed. Whelmed. Hmm. Adequately whelmed. <clears throat> We still rate engines by how many farm animals are needed to do the same work. We do horsepower. <laughs> that's so you know that's funny. We haven't figured out anything. We don't have. Horsepower. We don't have. Yeah, we have to come up with an alternative measurement. How many horses are we up to? Thirty thousand. Christ. Yeah. How could you even tie thirty thousand horses together? Actually, that is like I think the uh, like the the the, the, the um, engines that turn the propellers on the. Aircraft carriers and stuff are like 30,000 horsepower. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, like 30,000 horses Wouldn't down there. Wouldn't they drown, though? Well, no, because <laughs> they're, they're, the <laughs> they're inside the ship turning the screws. Yeah. They're not dragging. 30,000 dragging Running on wheels. In the <laughs> yeah, you just, put, you, hook them up to, you, you just hook them up to like uh, paddle wheels. I just want to see that one scene in a movie. Where they're like, I don't know, Captain. We can't get him to swim anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There's like 30,000 dead like horses one, in yeah, front like, of a boat. Like one guy sitting on the front of the ship with like reins. <laughs> Spun uh. together like the, like, like the transatlantic cable. <laughs> it's crazy that we see the Wendy's logo many times in our life, but not once do we think of how Wendy is doing in real life. She's doing fine. Yeah, she's. That's she, not Wendy. That's Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> she's doing okay. She inherited her dad's business. Yeah. All right. This one's a little bit of a mental twister. Are you ready? If you're drinking in a jacuzzi on a cruise ship, you're drinking from a pool while in a pool in a pool. Yeah. 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 You totally are. Triple pooled. Hmm. That's like the. That's mm. like the island on the. That's like the the, the rock on the island and the. In the lake, in the lake, in the island, in the lake. And oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I know what you're talking about. We yeah. talked about that once before. Um, if you have the wrong belief on something, you don't know what. What? What? If you have the wrong belief, you don't know what it is. Yeah, you don't oh. know that it's a wrong belief. That's true, you don't. Exactly. That's, that's, kinda, that's why we're just so divisive right now. That kind of echoes back to last week's episode. Ah. Yeah. We live in a universe of infinite time, but we are late for deadlines and destinations. Well, it's not a universe of infinite time. Time is a construct. And there you go. There is Shower Thoughts with... Shower Thoughts with J-Bo. Spring. All right, guys. Spring. So we hope you guys enjoyed this week's edition of the Vlix podcast. That's right. And if you didn't, we don't care either, I guess, right? Right. 
I, I get somewhat saddened. You get somewhat saddened? Yeah, for like a split second. A split second. Uh, yeah. But then Pete remembers he's dead inside. One one single tear rolls down my cheek. Like you're that's like you're like you're that sad Indian. Yes. Yeah, that's you. Who's an Italian? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's an Italian? Yes. That sad Italian. Yeah. Sad Italian. In blackface. Red All right, face. everybody. All right. Well, enjoy this week's random song of the week. We will see you guys next time. Peace out. We bitches. don't know if it's good because it's random. Right. Exactly. It may be shitty, but if not, then just stop listening. <laughs>